0: like every team or franchise depends a lot and thrives on its loyal fan base any podcast is not the same without its listeners so we at Cricket Unplugged would want to uh, express our gratitude and heartfelt thanks to all our listeners who have helped in the, in the podcast growth as we approach the uh huge milestone in our our journey as we have completed 25 episodes so a podcast which was mainly started out of the due to the fact that me and suraj couldn't meet in person during the lockdown has grown into something where we both look forward to spending quality time in producing great quality content so that the listeners can keep coming back and and we can also get new new listeners in this in this journey so welcome all to our 25th episode of cricket unplugged where we decode probably the most popular and successful franchisee in IPL's IPL's 13 year history the Sydney Super Kings, they have had a, a, a horrific run in this particular season. Uh, but every team has an off season. Every franchise has off season. Every team has a bad series. So we cannot rule out what the Sydney Super Kings has bought to the IPL just because of one poor, poor season. So as a tribute of sorts to this franchise. We do a, a role switch where I take on the whole role, the mantle of the host, and Suraj is the one who is asked the questions as he's an ardent CSK fan all all these years. And as a special uh, feature for this particular episode, we get also get our some of our guests who have come on our show or, or our podcast earlier to express what they feel happened in this season for CSK and how they want the franchise to move move ahead as we look forward to a brand new CSK
1: in the coming years. Thank you. Hi, this is Varun. CSK's performance this year, of course, has been quite disappointing not just the uh, uh, the results but the way in which they seem to have gone about the matches so at least to watchers it has seemed that they have lacked that certain amount of energy uh, the passion they seem to be going through the motions in a bunch of games um, and it just seems that they are tired and a bit jaded Um, so i think the time is right for them to look at what next, right? So they have been the most successful team in the IPL, maybe on par with Mumbai. And I mean, uh, so they've had a great run, but what next? And I think they should start looking at a new captain, a new team, um, build it um, with a popular local figure, maybe someone like an Ashwin perhaps, bring him in as captain, build a young team, give them chances, and sort of bring back that energy and that spark, I mean, which we have always associated with CSK. Uh, I mean, so they have been the most interesting, exciting team to follow in IPL's history, and we all want them to be back and roaring.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Vignesh here. I'm a- Big CSK fan from the first JPL edition of 2008, mainly due to one man uh, Taladhuni. As a hardcore fan, it's depressing to see CSK not in the playoffs for the first time ever. I still feel we didn't perform well like the other teams, mainly due to few failures in strategies, like playing Kedar Jadav in the side for a lot of matches, even despite his poor performance. Uh, Jagdishan was tried for our one match against RCB played really well, but was not given any chance after that. Matches against KKR in Delhi was just poor execution, where we gave away four points. With KKR, they had a great start and the middle order just let down. And with Delhi, they played so well batting first, and even till the end it was like CSK's match until Jereja came and bowled uh, the ball. CSK has always been a side which depends on experience of the players but this time they found it hard to compete against some real good young talents from various teams and it's high time they revamp the team for ensuring that the performance is good in the upcoming editions and like always how Dhoni says, the process is more important than the outcome they need to do some major transformation in the process itself so that the outcome is favourable Best of luck to CSK for the upcoming editions
3: It's 20th October and we are recording this after a very disastrous campaign for CSK. Now what more can we say as a loyal CSK fan? As we have been following this franchise for years, there has never been a year where they haven't uh, uh, looked like qualifying for the playoffs. So nothing much to say regarding this campaign as far as uh, from the fans point of view, as the fans have always backed the side. But a few things we need to touch upon, which I would like to say, is that first is uh, regarding the strategy. So uh, regarding the strategy, it is uh, made by the coach Fleming and our Thala Dhoni. But unfortunately, this time they seem to have got it wrong. Uh, reason being that I felt that probably Imran Tahir could have played a few more games. Making CSK what the side it is, the spin-heavy team, never mind the location of UAE. So that, was, that could not happen. So we had a pair of Indian Pacers in Shardul and Deepak who actually did well and we had Hazelwood on and off but we couldn't play him regularly due to the problems in the middle order. A lot has been spoken about the middle order on social media and regarding uh, Kedar Jadav so we wouldn't like to delve into that. All I would w- want to say is because the Indian middle order wasn't firing uh, they were forced to include uh, the overseas players and have an overseas opening combination. So I personally believe they could have given a little more chance to youngsters like Ruturaj or Jagadishan at the start of the tournament. Yes, uh, players like Watson, uh, they don't play much competitive cricket anymore, so it can be difficult uh, trying to have them uh, uh, back in form straight away. But Fav Duplessis has been the standout for this year for them. So I hope he can continue for at least one more year till we find a perfect batting combination. So this was my take for uh, CSK's campaign. Talking about the strategy of the spinners, I felt that CSK spinners were bowling a little bit too quicker through the air and hence they were unable to get the success which their opposition spinners were getting. So I honestly felt that uh, although Jadeja was having a blinder of the tournament with the bat, role was to mainly give us the wickets in the middle overs uh, if you look at all the games where csk has lost it has been mainly either due to not accelerating in the power play or having a disastrous middle overs where other sides have outscored them by easily milking and hitting out at the csk spinners so hence the strategy of spin versus pace has to be looked at and clearly decided going ahead and lastly I would like to add about the lack of a succession plan like when they were having the auction strategy in 2018. So they decided to pick players who were red hot and ready to win a tournament now. So now the question is who is uh, who will be retained and who is going to be there the next year. So this is a very uh, testing time for the franchise but I would just ask all the fans like me who are neutral observers to still back the players and uh, believe that they can come back strongly and also uh, fulfill our wishes for them because we always know a CSK team which is a fighting team we may lose the odd game here or there but we don't go down in a heap like how it is happening so I hope there are no more such uh, hiccups for us and at least in the remaining games we can try out a few youngsters and give opportunities for some new players and hope to improve the entire showing because now we have only pride to play for Uh, All the scenarios, the calculations and net run rate are uh, immaterial for the position in which CSK is right now. So just have trust in your franchise and also be positive and let us hope for the best. Thank you.
4: Cricket Unplugged. Although I just said yet another episode, uh, it is a bit of a special episode for me and Rakhal because it is the 25th episode of Cricket Unplugged. Uh, I mean, it's it's been a fun journey for the both of us. It's been a pleasant replacement uh, for us because uh, we could not catch up like uh, we used to do uh, fundamentally due to the lockdown situations. So this has been, I would say, uh, our... Our way and the method in which we could, you know, catch up and you know discuss about, you know, cricket. Like this is basically just an extension of what we would do when we meet or or WhatsApp. So uh, it's it's a bit of an organized uh, structure and method is what we have given to you know this uh, this podcast, cricket and If you want to call it like that, uh, so Rakov being. Uh, a writer on uh, in, in in many uh, cricket magazines and he being you know uh, an analyst uh, this this has come probably you know uh, his this experience would have definitely come in handy for him and uh, i would also want to give a lot of you know due credit uh, for Rakov to you know keep egging me on to do all the episodes because i am a salesman and uh, my schedule uh, as such, it's, it's, it's completely, you know, lopsided, you know, uh, and uh, cred, due credit to Rakov for you know, making all these episodes happen. And uh, yes, Rakov, uh, feels good, isn't it, to have completed 25
0: episodes? Yes. Yeah. Hi, hi, Suraj. Yeah, amazing feeling. I can't believe it's been 25 episodes already. So, it was just, as you said, it was just a extension of what we do. Like, if we didn't meet, so this is what what would happen, sort of a thing. So if we didn't meet physically, so it just started off. Like, I, I clearly remember how it started. We just discussed some this about, uh, I think, middle, mid-April, I guess. Like, why don't you do something like this so we can discuss about the uh, Pandemic situation and then and what what lies in store from a cricketing point of view with the English numbers So how how is it going to be so that's how we started and I clearly remember we did one or two episodes on SoundCloud because absolutely I had no idea how to do how to do this thing so we just started off and then the thrill that that brought in and I would say the creative search, if I if I had to use the word, which that button in 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 me made me realize that we could actually make something out of this. So Wonderful. that's how I I went and I went and read up read about these things and then got to know that there, there is a thriving ma- market, if you had to call, for such <laughs> shows called podcasts. So I've heard, heard of the word but I have never taken it very seriously. But definitely now, as we are right in the thick of the IPL, I actually took a conscious decision, this IPL to cut down on my thing and use or exercise my creative uh, energies on the audio side of things. So one is Cricket Unplugged and which I am extremely delighted and proud to have pushed you if you had to give the to me, because it is, it takes person of like like minded interest and uh, maybe knowledge passion for the game to make this happen so you can't have you have the guests coming in to make the show more uh enriched and more to bring in more engagement but at the and at, at, at the end of the day once you have a co-host or a host who is in the same wavelength, of course, you may not exactly agree and upon certain aspects of or certain players, but that's the beauty of the game. So, we, we don't need to like all the players. So, but that makes it even more easier for me. So, I just have to do, push you a little bit and then we, <laughs> we, we get out. So, as we, you noticed on uh, Twitter as well, World Series cricket, so, to be frank, I don't think, I had not even thought of the topic. So, <laughs> so, I would say to bring out the un- unthinkable side from a cricket perspective. I, at least, I think there I can definitely give you the credit because you are the one who I clearly remember put a clear, full stop to the generic kind of uh, discussions we were doing. After a point and you are the one who said let's do something out of the norm. And that's how we started World Series Cricket, ICL, then yeah. uh, Challenger Trophy. Okay, and then yes. even, So that is, and of course the controversies that surround the game and how we should stay away. So these sort of topics and, and more than anything, the fact that people are actually noticing us. Now the kind of uh, it is I, it is I think the as the famous quote says, if you do what you love doing the most, I think the results of this fall into place. So as we speak, we are cross crossing the thousand five hundred play mark and your the audience base is growing by the by the day. So I don't think both of us even plan to have this in in the uh, even back of our minds when you started this. <laughs> But I think as a analyst and as a, as a person who has experienced extreme surge in readership and interest levels for my writing during the IPL many years, I felt it's the right time to cash in, of course, in a different format. So I think it's a great, it's this episode comes during the IPL as IPL is uh, raising its fag end, but uh, amazing. Amazing journey. I right. never expected we'll reach this milestone this uh, this this early, well, this fast, I would say, not this early. Right. And uh, definitely looking forward to many more episodes.
4: Yeah, absolutely. This. Absolutely, Rakav. I mean, nicely put it, I mean, like always uh, very well-rounded of answers. So to bring in a small, uh, you know, twist in today's episode, usually I had the easy work you know i would uh, have the liberty of posting questions to rakav and uh, you know he would use his uh, skills to <clears throat> i'm sorry give his give his perspective on the players or the tournaments and everything so this time around probably because it's a milestone episode raghav has passed on the mantle onto me and uh, this time i will be in the You know, uh, end the phasing the chin music from Rakam. I don't think he'll be bowling a lot of bounces. But probably a few, you know, long hops would be good for me. (laughs) Yes, Rakam, what have we got in store?
0: Yeah, so, as you said, it's a milestone episode. So, just to turn the tables around. So, this Uh particular episode is uh decoding Chennai super kings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a you, can, you can you can ask me
4: to decode the matrix i would probably more be more successful but decoding msd scheme is never <laughs> a
0: possibility <laughs> well so i would say i wouldn't use the word de, decoding i would say trying to find out what Senate Super Kings is is actually is because it is it is and so and who who better to ask than the fan of of <laughs> CSK and, and more importantly what I would like to specifically inform the listeners of Cricket Unplugged is is that suraj is a pragmatic csk fan so there are two types of CSK, CSK fans one who will n- not, even if CSK is, lo- loses 14 games in the season, they are they are going to say that CSK is the best. But <laughs> on the other hand, you have a fan like Suraj who understands that it's a franchise, and it's a team, and it's a sport. So there, there are going to be losses, and there's going to be flak, but you need to look yep. at the practical side of things as well. So, that, from keeping that in mind, I think this episode is more about, I would say, rounding up and celebrating the Francais. Despite Absolutely. a dismal Absolutely. season, the franchise has brought in a lot of joy. And from a personal point of view as well, although I am not a fan of the franchise mm-hmm. over the years, but it's certainly a huge blow to this IPL that we we, we won't be seeing CSK in the top four, but uh, that's how it is sadly. But so Mm. I would want to begin by asking you the true legacy of CSK. So Mm. why I, from a specific point of view being that Mm. a large part of what IPL is today is Mm -hmm. because of CSK and and uh, ms msd because uh-huh. they won the world t20 under msd's captaincy india won the first world t20 and then we had the IPN following suit. so, so sk is a huge part of the IPN. so uh-huh. how would you put how would you put their legacy in words so Great. As, as, Great. As, <clears throat> nicely uh,
4: that was nicely put Rakab. Um, I would, I would actually, you know, say that uh, uh, CSK and the Dhoni being uh, a huge part, not only to you know CSK as a franchisee, but to IPL as a tournament, is probably a double-edged sword, you know. Uh, so we'll come to that. But uh, I like the word legacy. So legacy, um, is there in any sport in any era. So now we are right now talking about you know, uh, Chennai Super Kings who have been a fantastic uh, franchisee right through from the history of the Indian Premier League, you know, right since it started, they they finished the first season in finals and even the last season, I mean, so there has not been a season yet, uh, you know, apart from this, so last two decades uh, they have always uh, been successful in qualifying for the power plays, so uh, that is how how brilliant the Chennai Super Kings have been, and the uh, the fact that uh, MS Zoni has led the team, you know, each and every time uh, to the par. I mean, uh, to the uh, you know playoffs and uh, to the finals also three four times, and he has won the tournament three times. So definitely, uh, probably the best team in the history of the Indian Premier League to date. But. Uh, I would also like to add that uh, you know Indian Premier League as such is, is in a very nascent stage, you know uh, it's it's just uh, been uh, thirteen years since it started, and um, of course I believe um, uh, as if if we look today, I, I believe the know, two franchises which stand yeah. apart when uh, Chennai and uh, Bombay play. So, uh, legacy, you know, is there in any sport, you know, and in any era. So, if you look at, uh, you know, uh, NBA or if you look at, uh, you know, Formula One or if, if, if you look at football. So, it's there every time. And the beautiful fact is that there has been a rise and a fall for, you know, almost all of the great teams. So, if you are going uh, to look at NBA, the most successful team in the history of the NBA has been Boston Celtics. You know, so Boston Sticks won 9 out of the 10 uh, championships held in the 1960s. Can you imagine? And uh, from 1957 to 1986, you know, they they won 16 titles, you know, in those uh, 30 years, 30 odd years, they won 16 titles, which is more than half, you know, a single team winning. But unfortunately... Uh, in the next 34 years after 1986, they have only managed to win one, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um,
4: yeah. they are still considered probably the greatest you know team in the NBA, but then uh, the trough is what they are going through. Probably uh, 10 years down the line, they might win again. If you look at uh, Formula 1, the name which definitely comes up to mind is Ferrari. But the fact right. is that Ferrari has not won a uh, uh, constructors Championship for more than a decade. I mean, so that is something which is very interesting. And if you look at uh, uh, the English uh, football league, um, yeah. I, I I I'm not a huge uh, you know uh, statistician when it comes to that, but uh, Liverpool this year won it, uh, and it was the first time after 1990. So Liverpool, I think it was the yeah. 19th time that won season, mm-hmm. and it was after long years that they have won the tournament. So, I believe that um, every team will have a rise and fall and IPL is in its nascent stage. So, probably when you got, you know, when you go 60-70 years down the line, that's when you really know who stands where. But uh, yes, mm-hmm. I'll have to say that the tone has been really set by Chennai and also Mumbai. Their rivalry yeah. is entered in a great way. So, it'll be really interesting to know to see, you know, how... Uh, the whole tournament pans out, and that'll be interesting to know where these two franchises end up. What are the different, you know, uh, attires that they will be wearing in the years to come? Uh,
0: so <laughs> it's, it, it'll be beautiful, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was perfectly summed up because if you look at every, and even I am of the belief that every franchise will have a off 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 season and it's mm-hmm. not uh, you're not you're not perfect so no no team is perfect so mm-hmm. if you look at from a personal point of view i you know how much i reward the uh, ricky ponting mm-hmm.
1: so 2011 world cup
0: they won 37 matches before losing to pakistan in mm-hmm. in in, in, uh, in uh, So, every every team will have a fall. So, that is certain to happen. So, the kind of comments you see on media and social media, I I, I think just take it as entertainment. It's good fun, actually. (laughs) So, the way they are trying to criticize and tear apart CSK, I started off doing that, I think, earlier. Then I realized, like, yeah, they are due for a bad season because there's no team in the history of this tournament which has made it to the playoff all the times. And no team which has made it to the semis or more times than CSK have. So they have made it to the semis 8 times. Or 7 times. Out of 10. Yeah. So that, that says it all I guess. So we can, can go easy on them for this season. But what kind of irks me is actually the fact that there, there, I would say the biggest strength of CSK over the years uh-huh. has been the fact that there is a set strategy and process put into play uh-huh. Uh-huh. backed up by supporting and grooming your youngsters like uh, Ashwin, Raina, Jadeja, are a classic example and even to a large extent Dwayne 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 as well. So who was oh. a youngster when he came over from Mumbai Indians
1: to CSK. Yeah. Then he's yes. been,
0: been around. But that is my the biggest worry for me, actually, as a for, as an analyst and as somebody who wants the IPL to grow as well. In it mm-hmm. is growing. Mm-hmm. Popularity, but what is bemusing me and irked me this season? This clear okay. visibility of no strategy at all, almost all in oh. each game, and absolute no impetus to breed in the youngsters. And we have MS Dhoni making a comment like, "I didn't see the spark in youngsters." So, so where is where My question is simple. I can understand if you give Jagdishin, Tutraj Gaikard, Sai Kishore, and let's say even uh, Dhruv Shore, four games. And if they don't do anything, you have all the rights to say, I didn't see Spark. So now, where is the Spark coming from if you don't even play them in the first place? So what is is really happening here? So you mentioned that they are very rigid, they (laughs) back the players. But yes. would you want to add anything to this lack of spark comment? <laughs> it, it
4: was it was very very puzzling. I mean, uh, to hear that from Amazoni, uh, I believe it is also a result of the uh, performances uh, from Chennai this year. I hate to say this because as a fan, uh, I know, I, I believe that the season has gone completely wrong for CSK. But uh, I believe that Dhoni, you know, will be taking it in his stride. But I think although he does not show it on the outside, I think he's really, you know, uh, I think he is a little bit uh, set back by his calculations going completely wrong this season. No, this has never happened before. And I mean, uh, I think uh, he might have uh, taken it a little bit too harsh on himself. And uh, these comments have got to be a result of that. I mean, as you rightly put, Chennai has always been a team which has been, you know, uh, backing up um, uh, the uh, youngsters in their team.
1: Yeah.
4: And uh, mm-hmm. right from the beginning, I mean, uh, you could see... Few fast bowlers who came into the Indian team uh, through yes. uh, like Manpreet Goni, uh, who played a few matches, and then Mohit Sharma, yeah. Mohit you Sharma, know, yes. and mm-hmm. then Deepak Chahar, also, if I'm not wrong, has played for India. Yeah.
0: yeah, true, true. After he played for CSK, correct, correct. correct. Yeah, so there are uh, mm-hmm. many, many players who have
4: come into the mix, you know, uh, the, uh, when the You know, uh, that has happened. So, I would uh, want to quote, uh, you know, Siddhartha Vaidyanathan's tweet, you know, which I saw yesterday. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. he made a name for himself backing youngsters. He sometimes saw a spark in them when they themselves didn't. I mean, like, that Mm -hmm. absolutely sums it up because I think the biggest butt of all jokes, even more than what, uh, I'm sorry to say this, with due respect to Kedar Jatum, I think a bigger butt of all jokes than Kedar Jadav at one point of time in Indian cricket was Rohit Sharma and Ravindra Jadeja. So both of those cricketers uh, in... I think Rohit Sharma was going through an extremely lean patch, you know. In Sri Lanka, when Kodi was scoring hundreds in every match, he was scoring one, two and zero and all of that. And then Jadeja was being hit out of the park for you know, for a hobby by these, you know, Australian South Africans, etc. Mm. So, but this guy persisted with all these players and now they are, I mean, like, you know, Roj Sharma is now probably the best ODA batsman in World Cricket today. And mm. for a player who has done all that, it's it's quite puzzling. And uh, the point you brought in about Jagdishan. I was actually quite impressed by the way he batted in yeah. the single opportunity he got in the IPL. I don't know. I think uh, he looked pretty good. I mean, even Tamil Nadu cricketers do look pleasing to the eye, uh, be it Vijay or Dinesh Karthik, even if they
0: score runs or not. Mm.
4: But uh, Jagadishan was, I think, uh, pretty much in the same mold. And uh, yeah. so I really don't on, I
0: completely and... agree, actually, with your... Uh, uh clear assessment that yes, there there have been youngsters who have blossomed and who have actually made the IPL itself more vibrant. So if you look at uh, Ashwin or even Budli Vijay in 2010 to 2011, he was playing extremely well. So there are a lot of players which come to my mind. Even young young uh,
1: Known,
0: uh, uh, let's say, uh, you know, like uh, like I'll be Markel, I think 2011, 12. So even he he blossomed under CSK. So that uh-huh. is the biggest biggest disappointment for me. Okay. So I think moving on. I just want to know. So there is a rather interesting and uh, intriguing connect with ms dhoni as a ipl captain uh-huh. that is with without raina for some uh-huh. some reason he looks uh, the team's performance has taken a hit so if you look uh-huh. at rising Ra- pune giants in 2016 uh-huh. after uh-huh. he had two, two year ban uh-huh, uh-huh. super kings ends, ends up at 7th position. Uh-huh, so, which is uh-huh. should super kings would end up even in 2020, this year. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. so, and if you look at the players as, also, and he's a captain who attains uh-huh. Uh-huh. M- massive success when his spinners take command of the game. So, when uh, Jadeja is not performing as well as, as he is, and when you pay four point five crores for so PU Sabla, I don't want to add further more more words than that. And <laughs> not even try Sai Kishore. So he's a proven talent in the uh, domestic circuit. He's not your finished product, but that's what CSK is. It gives mm. talent, as you perform. That's what it
4: has yeah. been.
0: It has been, exactly. So where? where is, so is do you think there is any any connection at all with uh, Raina not being around, or it's very
4: is, 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 very good yeah. question, Raghav? I mean, it's it's a very intriguing question and a smart point to notice that you know um, since Raina was not there, uh, I mean this this I don't think it's a question I can really answer with respect to that, but i think i'll have to go to ipl 2008 for that i think uh, that was the only season where in uh, you know raina was not in the indian team for a certain bit and of course it was thanks to the ipl and good performance of the csk team that he got a place back in the indian team again so i i, I would say that uh, uh that is the only season where in you know it was uh, you know dhoni playing around i mean meeting these guys for the first time and not being used to anybody and uh, still they did uh, you know really good performance and uh, good good fair point about uh, the 2017 uh season uh, raina not being there and even this year so even even though uh, i believe raina was not the you know biggest contributor with the bat in the last two years. I think uh, Duplessis, Raidu, and Dhoni himself, you know, and Watson, of course. I think these guys have been, you know, bigger contributors with the bat in the last two seasons for Chennai. So, I think it goes much more than that. I think it's more than just a batting contribution which Dhoni misses probably uh, Uh, with Raina not being in the field. Maybe a you know, guy who who has been in the mix for the past 13 years who who knows the franchisee as good as Dhoni does and, you know, one Mm -hmm. person who is revered as Chinatala, you know, in uh, Chennai. So, um, Mm. Raina is as much, you know, um, an important, you know, cog in the wheel of the Chennai Super Kings uh, unit as Dhoni. It is probably you know affected him i mean like when you are with people you know uh, that makes things much mm-hmm. easier but having said that dhoni it's 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 nothing but obvious that dhoni is a completely different captain when the pitch offers him at least a little bit of a turn so if mm-hmm. if That's the pitch turns um, i think dhoni is a different individual altogether so um It is funny that, you know, I I was reading uh, uh, Mike Brarley's The Art of Captaincy. And uh, in that book, uh, Mike Brarley, you know, uh, things about um, a small section wherein he uh, debates who might be best fit to become the captain of one particular team. So Mm -hmm. just remember this book was written in the 1980s or something. So. Uh, Mike Brierly debates that uh, a batsman uh, is more inclined to become a captain than a bowler because uh, uh, the captaincy is done more on the field. And if a bowler is a captain, he has a tendency to uh, uh, over bowl himself or, you know, less bowl himself. So, a captain, uh, if he is not a bowler, if he is a batsman, he has a better chance. So, that's one. You know, argument he puts mm-hmm. up and uh, but the major argument he puts up in that thing is that uh, in that book he says that uh, from from my understanding uh, the person who can read the game the best is always a wicketkeeper. keeper but unfortunately till today we haven't had wicked keepers who are you know charismatic players and i believe probably that's why you know uh, they have not been made you know captains the only player who comes to my mind as of now, is Rod Marsh, Rodney Marsh, who is a very mm-hmm. good uh, gatekeeper and who could be made captain, but uh, Australia goes with, you know, they have their own you know, fair share of thinking. So, it's it's funny that Mike Brarley says that and it, it took another 30 years for, you know, mm-hmm. a, a strong wicketkeeper captain, you know, to hit international cricket. And... Uh, Dhoni certainly has that advantage and that's that's the point that I would like to bring here. Being a wicketkeeper he has the advantage in India and you know what he fundamentally does with uh, you know a Kuldi Byatav you know or a Chahal um, mm-hmm. is that he knows that you know uh, he will set the field, he will know what's when, what the batsman is going to do and he just needs a bowler at the other end to drop the ball in the place which he asked him to, and then probably turn the way, so to turn you know spin the ball whichever way he wants. So that's what Dhoni basically calculates. He just wants you know a guy you know a human bowling machine who can like literally uh, you know bowl according to his plan. And uh, I think that's that's one beautiful way in which he has used the spinners all throughout in his career be it Ashwin or be it, you know, anybody for that matter. And uh, I think that's what he felt, you know, taking Piyush Shahla in, probably he believed that with Sam Curran, in the scheme of things, Imran Tahir might not get a game. And uh, he believed that, you know, probably Piyush Shahla might be that guy with probably 15 uh, years of uh, proper cricket behind him. You know, he thought that, you know, Chepak might suit him. And, you know, he can uh, use Pierce Shawla uh, the way he wants, you know, Team, ball, like awesome like, a, ball the you know, uh, I'll stop the sentence at that kind of a situation. So
0: One key angle many people again tend to forego before uh, passing their judgments and their comments on media and social media is the fact that the skipper himself hasn't played any form of cricket in, in in 15 months, after the World oh. Cup. Oh. And so I think in this current team, there are 6 players who are not playing in their national teams. Even, oh. even added DJ DJ Bravo as well. He is not a part oh. of the mix. The oh. So, you have to look at the score and as I said in one of our previous episodes as well, in Cricket oh. plug look at the Scots, Delhi, Mumbai, Bangalore, they definitely deserve to be where, where they are now, in this current IP because of the Scots, the yeah. violence, that, that's the, that was lacking. But uh, another uh, aspect, I wanted to get your opinion uh-huh. is now we have uh, let's say very few opportunities left for you as a fan as well to uh-huh. witness witness Tal- Doni as a keeper and, uh-huh. and batsman because let's we don't know twenty twenty one IPL is is definitely going to happen but we don't know whether it's going to be in India or will they go back to the UAE and if they go do go to the UAE it might happen in the same time it's as as this year. And I don't think uh, Dhoni can wait for one, for one more year with this oh, body and oh, uh, oh. his age. So, oh. it is a, I would say, pretty sad I would, uh, instance, but as a, every player has to end their careers. So more than the, the fact, like I would go back again to the, to the 2011 World Cup, more than the fact that Australia lost out to India. In the quarterfinal, which hurt pretty badly, to be frank. Hello. But uh, it was a fact that you saw Ricky Pantin play one of his most dominant and most controlled centuries of his career, probably, or at least the four or five years leading into the World Cup, where people are doubting his skill. It was a tough pill to swallow. When people, the way he played, he bought out that reverse sweep of Ashwin Dugdu to get to his 100, and then to see him and Australia board of the tournament. I think that kind of feeling is what the whole lacks and crows of CSK fans would be feeling. But rather than look at the sadder angle to this, if you have any extremely fond memories or some amazing performances from Tony in particular, which comes to your mind, I think it would be a nice way to pay a tribute to the man who has made CSK what, 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 what CSK is. Because let's be honest, if even a Virat Kohli or even a Rohit Sanmat captain Chennai Super Kings, I don't think oh. Chennai Super Kings would have been this this popular with the fans. Donny no, made, made, made it made it possible. So if you could. Just give two, three performances or, or instances where people would just think about it and say, yes, that was CSK, that was Dhoni. So if you had to sum, it, sum that emotion in a couple mm-hmm. of games, what would it what would be?
4: I think uh, definitely uh, Dhoni has been much more than a uh, player when it comes to you know chennai i think uh, the fact that he's fondly called as tala and uh, the fact that you know a person who is not from uh, tamil nadu who is you know being called that way and then if 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 uh, so basically even before the options happened when chennai as a franchisee you know was selected to be part of the ipl family then automatically i I I was a you know supporter of Chennai because you know I I that's where I'm from so uh, I I support the Indian cricket team and I support Chennai and uh, uh, during the first auction itself and I, I think it was super amazing that uh, you know Dhoni, uh joined uh, the Chennai Super Kings it was a it was a fantastic uh, moment and uh, of course they had some brilliant players also and. Uh, I think he has just uh, brought about, you know, his whole uh, aura with him, you know, immediately. I think uh, when in, in 2008, when he became the uh, captain, I mean, in 2018, he became the captain and the, you know, major player of the Super He was just fresh off a victory from the T- T20 World Cup. He was uh, an icon. He was the next rising star, but he was not a legend yet. So I think... Yeah. Uh, uh, as much as uh, CSK and the IPL do pay tribute to Dhoni Dhoni has to you know give uh, Chennai Super Kings also uh, a tribute in return and I would uh, uh, I would uh, be greedy enough to say that you know he would also owe the fans in Chennai you know for uh, the high he I has been so um, <clears throat> to, to recall fond memories there there are many but Without doubt, the 2018 season has been the best. I think uh, to compare, I think the the two greatest uh, you know comebacks which I have personally seen in sport history, sporting history have been the 2018 uh, IPL victory by Chennai Super Kings and the 2017 Australian Open victory by Roger Federer. I think uh, and and these two instances why because they were absolutely written off and they. Uh, they had very, very (laughs) less chance of winning it and they pulled it off. And uh, that moment, I believe, will definitely, you know, be the greatest uh, moment. Of course, the first victory is also our sweetest. And uh, without doubt, uh, I think many people would have seen that video where Dhoni uh, speaks in a very, you know, shuddered voice once he comes back to, to, you know, CSK after that two-year hat and uh, uh, he says that you know the fans have been throughout with him uh, for the journey so so that I think mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, be always there looking forward uh, I believe that uh, see CSK Chennai Super Kings are fundamentally uh, a franchise you know they are a business consortium even before uh, CSK was made as CSK by Dhoni The Chennai consortium actually made the plan to buy Dhoni, you know, so Uh, so (laughs) fundamentally they have the brains to do it, you know, in Srinivasan is no joke. A new leader right now, uh, uh, this season has been uh, definitely an eye-opener and that will make them, you know, look for a, a completely new scheme of things, Dhoni will be there. You know, uh, uh, running the proceedings along with uh, Stephen Fleming, but I think uh, a new leader, a new setup, uh, will have to, uh, you know, uh, be there for the Chennai Super Kings. Also, probably an influx of bit of uh, a local talent, probably uh, a, a player like R. Ashwin might help again. But we really do not know, you know, who might. Uh, be available for the mega auctions who will be so let off by the team. But uh, I think they will have a good, strong brainstorming session. And um, this will be uh, probably a turning point in the history of the Chennai Super Kings because I know the Indian team itself is not the same without uh, MSD behind the stem. So uh, not to mention much about Chennai Super Kings because he has he has literally been the Atlas who has been carrying the whole CFK world on top of his shoulders for the past two decades. So, I believe it, it'll be just interesting, really interesting to watch how things will go from now onwards and uh, mm. you know, as, as, as a fan, as a Chenet, I believe uh, it's it's really going to be fun. Mm. And um uh, <clears throat> so as as the twenty fifth as it's the twenty fifth episode, uh, I've been you know going on and on and on about Chennai and Chennai Super Kings and Tala. I I would also want to get to know you know your perspective. So if um, yeah, so, if you yeah. have to you know uh, talk about you know one player who has you know, really inspired you more than the game. You know, you have been following the sport for good 10, 12 years, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, now and uh, I'm sure you would have had players who you really admire a little bit more than, you know, just as cricketers, you know, and who yes. would have, you know, been a, been a solid reason for you to, you know, be that cricket fan, become an analyst, you know, and you know, and get a podcast to 25 episodes probably, so yeah. uh, tell us, tell us something.
0: Yeah, so first, uh, before before getting to the players that have shaped my fondness for the game, just to sum up the bit about Chennai Super King, so there are three mm-hmm. points I personally wanted to make. One is mm-hmm. It's a wake-up call this season and I would want to see local Tamil Nadu talent being backed by Sene Super Kings going, going forward. I, I mm-hmm. completely agree mm-hmm. with you. If, I'm not sure who can lead them. Is it Dinesh Karthik or Ashwin or some unknown unknown of like Dhoni was way, way back in 2008. So that is one. Second aspect is as you said, as you said as well that i would like to see ms Dhoni part of the csk setup as a mentor and i don't want to him want him to uh, go away from the public glare and limelight like it after india's world cup exit because I, yeah. I as i keep saying if you have to compare chennai super kings or sorry if i have to compare a ipl to a uh, company which is being traded in the stock stock exchange. The reason it is in green and doing well is mainly because of Chennai Super Kings and, and Mumbai Indians. The quality of teams and the consistency and the fan base as well, loyal fan base mostly. Come, come so right I key, think right. it's going to evaporate in a very Personal manner. If Dhoni is not around as a coach or batting coach, mentor, you you yeah. just you give a title. I am I don't mind even if he's a you you don't even give him a title, but he has to be around. The the yeah. court, then the crowds are going to come in. Otherwise, it's going to be tough to put a face to CSK. So there are other teams which have their own faces. Like if you look at Delhi Capitals, they know they're going to have Prithvi Shaw, Shreyas Iyer. And uh, maybe Rabada not get around for the next three, four years. So they seem to be doing pretty good, even RCB for a matter, shockingly. They know that they would have Virat Kohli and maybe WS for a few more years uh, and even JL. So they are in good hands. They just need to build around that. So unfortunately Chennai doesn't have that apart from a Duplicy or a uh, Sam current. Maybe I don't know if they're going to gamble with him and hold. There's, there's nobody, so it's a very exciting time, as you said. And it's actually great to hear that from a CSK fan Then lament and regret by saying CSK is nothing without MSD, and then there's no future beyond MSD. Those kind of comments which you get to read a lot about. It's actually very uh-huh. nice to hear that you're looking to a CSK without Dhoni the, the because you need to look at the practical side of things as well. Exactly. He can't go on for exactly. or whatever. So it's great. To the guy it. is 39. How much yeah. more can <laughs> you Exactly. So I think that's the best way to sum up the CSK special on our 25th episode and to answer your question. So mm-hmm. yeah, there, there have been many players but none would come even close to Shane Shane Geith one. So he's been the biggest inspiration for me, probably in life as well, not only in in cricket, because I was a person who didn't have a great childhood. I had a lot of medical issues while I grew up struggled life when, when I was born. So once I did that, my parents actually Clearly, remember saying that when I was three or four years old, when Shane yeah. one was bowling to, I think Carl Carl Hooper, if I if I clearly remember, 1994 yeah. was the first time I actually showed absolute joy and excitement. So I don't know how <laughs> that happened, but it started that that connection was sucked then, and then as I grew up. And I started to play play cricket. The only player which came to my mind when I followed the sport who I wanted to emulate was Shane Ward. So I started balling and as luck would have it, my wrist wasn't the best. So it was not like, a, so I used to drop a lot of things, my plate, I used to drop food from my plate. So the wrist... Yeah. Actually helped me out because when I went to a coaching camp, the coach oh. said you could be an extremely good leg spinner. Why didn't you try out? I was like, sir, I am come here to be leg spinner. I have come here because of Shane so Warne. Like, <laughs> was amazed because I was a nine-year-old or ten-year-old, maybe third standard, fourth standard, and my brother was also going to the same coaching academy. So he was a big uh, influencer. big influence in my cricket journey as as many people who have listened to the podcast would know in the episode i did with him as well so seeing him i joined the same coaching camp and i tried to model my action on shane one then i realized that there can be only one shane one so let's not waste my time modeling his action but i never left the I think fondness.
4: the whole world uh, emulates Shane Wan's uh, uh, action. I think uh, sometimes when I put even a mirror, you know, mirror uh, view of Kuldeep's action, <laughs> even that seems a bit like Shane Wan's. I mean, what more yeah. can you
0: say? Yeah. So, so that is... Uh... And it's more than his brilliance on the field, where he could make the best batsman in the world look extremely hapless. And <laughs> it's easier done. Easier done when you are a, a makaram Akram or a Wakar Yunus or Shoaibakar or Betli. You have the extra weapon of pace. Shane one doesn't have that weapon. Shane one has weapon of wizardry. He just weaves magic with his um so he can absolute the ninety ninety-two ball ball of the sensory. I don't think any baller can even dream of bowling such a ball. It absolutely <laughs> came out and then 2005 asses the ball he ball to Andrew Strauss. It pits outside of out Stump and hit the top of leg stump. That would that can you 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 can't guy can't find a better uh uh, example of somebody who has gone through all the ups and downs. So he is no saint. So that's one more aspect, which I really admire about him. He is not coming out in the public domain and saying I am, th- I am the best, but I don't do this. He is openly a- admitted to have skipped some coaching camps and some drills training sessions under Steve War. So one of the reasons both of them don't get, get along too well. Till date is the fact that Steve was a very firm believer of following a, a regiment style, army style approach to your training. Shane one was like, I am going to have my five and and I am going to boost. I know what I can deliver on the field. You don't you don't teach me. So that can be called arrogance, but if it's Shane one, I think it is confidence. He knows his skill. You don't you don't think about like this <laughs> this uh, approach too much. That's why Ricky Ponting scored big time. He didn't do much with Shane One, even he has he has admitted later on that he never had a word to Shane One how to tinker around. He just asked what field Shane One wants. And actually most of the time Shane One dictated even that if you if you notice Ricky Ponting's error when Shane One was in the let's say last leg of his uh, career, last five, six years. He used to dictate the field and Ricky Pointing uses a standard slip or at point. So the confidence, the, the fact that you are human, the Shane Warne has, has for all the people who uh, may, may have forgotten, I guess, by you now. Shane Warne led Rajasthan Royals to their only IPL gl- glory. And he was 40, I think. When, when he let them. So, that proves no, that longevity, longevity and if you have belief in your ability, age is no bar. So Another example could be Dhoni. So, of course, he didn't play cricket for 14 months. So, this IPL is looked pretty hapless as a captain. Which, many things not going his way. Strategy is going adrift. But, look at that 2018 season. All of them, as you properly said, Nobody, I would say even CSK fans didn't, didn't, didn't expect CSK to do so well. They were only thrilled to see their uh, beloved uh, CSK back in action after two year ban. But I don't think they thought they'll go to win the IPL in the way they did. So it is a very much the belief in your ability and the ability to come out of any situation better. He was banned for one year at the speak of his prowess in 2003. I don't know what happened. a brain fed movement, if I had to call it, where it took a banned sub substance and it was a loss to the world cup actually. Although Australia won the world cup, I would personally say it was lost to the world cup that Shane won was not there in the tournament. Although it still remains my favorite the, uh, world cup I have seen uh yeah, since yeah, growing yeah, okay. since following the game i think 2011 would come a close second because 2003 mm-hmm. world cup high the paustralian 2003 take on namibia uh, i don't expect a- anyone to uh it-, it lasted maybe half an hour more than the match match should have lasted but apart from such games which are part and parcel of the format of a world cup i don't think any game was exactly one-sided. We had truly outstanding performances coming out. So all these factors and many more where is extremely candid and is approachable. He is cocky, he is arrogant. He is Australian, true, true blood Australian. So you are not going to find too many Indians revering him like me maybe. But if you are a leg spinner, you appreciate the art of leg spin, I don't think there's anyone better in the world. Than Shane one even now so that is one huge uh, influence and another big influence for me closer home if you had to call it for to take my passion to the next level to become a writer analyst to do a podcast and now we are in a at a milestone episode is probably sorrow sorrow Ganguly because I am truly of believer, but India as a sporting nation uh, achieved amazing success as a, as a, as a cricketing nation in 19, 1983, which galvanized a generation of cricketers including Saro Ganguly to, to take up the game. And that's a big, big credit to that team to win the World Cup. But then what Sauru Gangadi brought on the field, that majesty, the, majest, the Prince prince of Calcutta, as he called the way he carried himself. So he was, he won, he won a lot of hearts and he is my favorite Indian captain of all, time, and probably a second, close favorite, close second could be, in my opinion, uh, Virat Kodi, because he has the aggression he has the guts and he backs it up with amazing performances. Which exactly is what Saru what he brought to to the ground because as I mentioned earlier in one of our uh, episodes we did about Indian I think Indian captains special. There I mentioned the point where it's not about Mm -hmm. the stats. Mm -hmm. It's not always about the stats. So if we look at uh, Ricky Ponting, and World Cups, yes, it is about the stats. 37 wins on on a trot. 25, I think, under his captaincy. 12 under Steve was. But 25 without, without losing. But not every captain can be judged by the statistics. You need to look at the conditions of the country in which he became the captain. We had the match-fixing saga. We had cricket being the biggest crowd-puller actually many people are trying to go away from the sport because that was how bad the, the traumatic incident in was with Hansi Kronier passing away in that helicopter crash and then we have Saurav Ganguly he was a true he was a seed for a person like MS Dhoni and many others who would prove that you don't have to be extremely gifted to achieve 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 greatness. Another life, life, life lesson we all can take. You don't have to be the greatest in your job or your profession. You just do what you know to the best of your ability. That's what Shane One was. I don't think if you asked him when he was even at his prime, do you think you're the best baller? Probably if an Indian journalist was asking, maybe you would have said yes. But generally speaking, <laughs> I think you would have been maybe. I don't think so. I don't think he was that self arrogant that he will actually go go about um, uh, proclaiming that he's the best. But people Absolutely
3: are right think...
4: Is that uh, you know you are only as great as your next match, and I think uh, that is a fair statement to say. And uh, these 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 people. Have been following that. I think if if you look at Shane Warne, in the very last series which he played, I believe I'm not wrong. I think uh, the very last uh, series which he played was the 2007 Ashes, 2006-7 Ashes, and mm-hmm. man, wasn't he as dangerous as his, uh, you know, first match, you know? So mm-hmm. th- there it there it I think uh, settles the issue.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and one more thing before I want to wind up this uh, memorable episode is the fact that you have to look at the impact players make. So, there are people who follow sport just for entertainment, there are people who follow sport for inspiration, hope, to derive courage, and there are people like us who have personal bond and, and correct to it. And probably somebody like me who has taken it to one level higher, where I get to write about the game, talk about the game. So these, there are many more names which come to my mind, but I, I'll add the top of the list would be these two because they bought, they were characters in, in, on right. Shane won was Shane won. So I don't think you can replicate his attitude on the field. Saurav Ganguly was Saurav Ganguly. You won not in your wildest dreams. Imagine an Indian captain uh, removing his shirt and swinging it off <laughs> Lords, lots. of all grounds. Any other ground in the world I don't think it would have been that astonishing aside but that is Ganguly for you. He wore his heart on his sleeve. And I think that is something which to Dhoni's credit, he didn't show much emotion. So it's very hard being an Indian captain, especially the flag and the amount of glare you get. Media glare. So I think that way I I have, I have maintained as well. I'm not a big definitely I'm not a big fan of Dhoni's captaincy personally but I really admire his cool icy nature outside. I don't know what's going in his brain inside what is thinking but Ganguly <laughs> wore his heart on his sleeve when he went to 2004 in Pakistan. And when he went to Australia, actually, not even Pakistan, he was very clear. He was like, I know Steve is playing his last series. I know we are, not, we are had a very bad record in Australia, but we are going to compete. We are not here to make up the numbers. So he made a statement before he left for Australia. And they certainly made a Statement If you look at the way this started off as, as well, where Ganguly himself set the tone in uh, Brisbane with his 145. So, you have a, a true leader who inspired. I think even Doni would admit that Ganguly was a large influence because coming from the east, east of India more than anything else, probably. Maybe if you have somebody asked him, there yeah, there
4: is Ganguly no question a, to that. Thing. Ganguly was one of the major reasons. Ganguly and Tendulkar are the two reasons for which, you know, Dhoni, you know, is uh, what he is today. And uh, Dhoni, for his part, uh, has become the reason, you know, we have had uh, a Virat Kohli, like Virat Kohli himself says, and then, you know, you have Rohit Sharma. And I, I think this whole, you know, champion side which we have. So I think it's it's, it's only, uh, you know, a, a question of passing on the baton. Right now it's with Virat Kohli, and uh, let's see whom he passes it on to again. You know that's that's another very interesting point to be seen as all. You knowledge all yeah. of his Indian. And um, Raghav, I think uh, well-rounded. That I think you have uh, really you know uh, clearly put across your thoughts and opinions, and uh, uh, of course uh, it is. It is by not at all by any chance coincidental that you have uh, selected two players, you know, both Chinnan and Saro Gangli, who I don't think are, you know, people who keep their words in the mouth. They don't. They really wear their hearts in their sleeves, and uh, I don't think, uh, you know, they ever show fear at all to any situations or to any people. These are two absolutely fearless human beings, and that's what. Uh, You know, you want more in the world of sport and uh, not just as players. I believe uh, these two coming in in administrative positions in, uh, you know, whatever uh, capabilities and capacities that they can will only do, you know, uh, the sport of cricket a world of good. And uh, I think on that note, uh, I mean... Thank you so much, Raghav. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure doing these 25 episodes with you. And um, I believe in the next episode uh, I will be going back to my calling mark and uh, you know start doing what I usually do is like you know, throwing the bonzes at you.
1: Yeah. So that is
0: one. One and second is we go back to the Modest operandi, if we had to use the term, where we dig out some unique and weird, and sort of unknown, unknown territory. We we go towards that zone more. So now I think on a personal front, I guess both of us have had enough talking about the IPL and CSK and Dhoni and just enjoy the tournament till it lasts till November ten. But I think on on, on Podcast point of view, we are we are definitely going to move to more, I would say, extremely interesting topics, which will actually surprise even even both of us as <laughs> as we do it. So I am certainly looking forward to more, and it's a great, great, uh, I would say, enriching experience to uh, to come on this side of the table, and as I perfectly put it in the site. I got a pragmatic and very uh, level-headed approach to where CSK stands, what CSK means to CSK's fans and the IPL and how you see them uh, nurturing and, and growing and and what CSK could be. So there could be a lot of scenarios. So you do, I think, I think perfectly didn't want to give Tumori's uh, scenarios but you are excited which is something which is really nice to know so on all those friends and of course any episode as as I told you off any platform I get to talk about Shane Vaughan or XR Ganguly I am not going to let go of that so I would say <laughs> thanks, thanks for bringing this up in this special episode and then on that note I guess uh, it's time to say goodbye and until next time, and then next time see you.